The title of the Dharma talk, probably really easy to figure out just by giving you the title. Don't defend, paraphrase. There's lots of ways of looking at that. Starting out with, if you're accused or attacked or someone says something to you about anything, uh, taking your inventory, so to speak, just receive real good idea. Let, let the judgment or let the whatever situations are coming towards you in terms of finger pointing or, um, or body language. We've all seen that one, probably from your mom. When I say, don't defend, I'm saying, just, just receive. Let it, whatever is coming towards you, let it come towards you. There might come a time where you might say something back. And paraphrasing is something that you can not only do that for yourself in your own interior situation, you can take whatever's been said to you and put it in other words. Someone sa says, um, why, why were you, it could be something obvious, why were you doing this or this or this? Or why didn't you say you were going to help me with this? Why didn't you help me with this? And then before you respond in any way, first take what they've just said to you and see if you can paraphrase what they said. Put it in your own words before you respond. Maybe do it a couple times. People who study under this person will quite often hear me say when they ask a question, can you paraphrase that? And sometimes that's for different reasons. Sometimes I was daydreaming. I didn't hear what you said, so and I don't want to admit that because I might look foolish. So I say, can you paraphrase that? And then I get to hear, that, hear it again. So I do that with Shodo, never. <laughs> Can you paraphrase that? Can you paraphrase that look? That's pretty good. <laughs> so what I'm basically talking about here, what I'm trying to help you with, if you're open to be, if you're in this room, you probably have some kind of openness to being uh, getting some kind of idea about what you're up to with your life, starting with your mind. You notice the sense of seeing can't think. Sense of hearing doesn't think. Sense of smell, taste, touch, none, none of those things. Those are the five sense consciousnesses. They, they don't think, but the thinking process of the mind is very happy to think about everything you see, smell, taste, touch, hear, and add on to everything, elaborate on everything. And what should, you, what should you do about that? Don't do anything about it, but see it. You don't have to change it. You don't have to stop it, start it. And when I say don't, uh, don't defend, I know it's kind of hard to do that, but I'm trying to help you by saying don't help you at least stop a little bit and kind of look at that whole situation. And one of the ways it will help you go in and send some, this is just an image, I'm a very visual person, to send some awareness down into the thought process that is either being defensive or possibly the other way around uh, for the person who might be attacking you or you might be attacking or accusing or blaming or judging to bring some awareness into that. The Buddhist teach one of the basic Buddhist teachings is everything is dependently arisen. There's no separate thing anywhere. This, just very simply put, but this isn't the only dimension, not just a physical materialistic dimension, but this cannot be here without a tree. This cannot be here without someone to carve it. This cannot be here without these hands to hold it up. 
and that goes on forever. If you want to see a good example of it, look at the carpeting. Now go outside and look at the sky. That, that stops right there, and the sky goes on. You can't measure it. No one comes out and say, you know, it only goes so far. And then there's a big, you know, a pile of, um, I don't know, ostrich feathers or something around everything, about 1,850 billion light years away. So you'll find that by paraphrasing something, as I said, it can just be an interior thing. You could even, when someone says something to you, especially if it's, you can tell they're kind of blaming you, but you're not, they might be being really sneaky about it. You know, like, was that, did I, did you tell me that you were, you were going to do the laundry <laughs> the other day? I noticed it's not done. I just wondered, did you have that conversation? You're the lying, you know damn well you had the conversation. But you don't want to be a blamer. That's a good one to paraphrase. You could you can do it yourself. You could do it out loud. You could say to the person, "Are you saying I should have done the laundry?" <laughs> you go right to the cut to the chase. If there's some blaming going on. So what is this about? This isn't about necessarily solving a problem or getting rid of something. It's what being more aware of the whole dynamic of how we tend to put our issues, problems, whatever uh, obstructions bad feelings onto someone else or some other thing or blame, accuse anyone, but we just don't want to be responsible. And then, but if we do happen to feel a little responsible, then instead of just doing it in a reasonable way, we turn it all around and we come rushing in ourselves. I'm such a terrible person. I can't get anything right. There I go again. On and on and on. And this is ego. Ego does that. Ego needs a reference point. I'm really a bad person or I'm really doing great. Why is everybody picking on me? so wonderful. So often Buddhism is called the middle way. Not too tight, not too loose. It's there, but it's not for something. It's not against something. And it's certainly not going to shut down on something. If you're a meditator, if you consider yourself a student of the Buddha's Dharma, the Buddha's teaching, then you'll start to sharpen your awareness right away. And there are ways to do that. And one of the ways to do that is sit down and observe how unaware you are. Observe how full of, what's that fancy word? Shit. You are. Just, we're so full of self-deception. And, and, and sometimes if you just hold still and do nothing at all with it, it will, that, what starts to happen is that self-deception starts to show up for each person in a different way. Some people, it's strong right away. They immediately uh, begin to use that as, a, in our situation, uh, as Buddhists, we call it a Dharma gate. The Dharma gate is something that helps, might not be a Dharma gate for someone else, but for you personally, that very thing that's arising and is so difficult, painful, or uh, obstructive uh, is, is your actual entrance. If you don't go away, if you don't add on to it, it shouldn't be there. I don't like it. I hate it. I'm not going to do this. Screw meditation. Or if you go the other way and say, Try to pull out. Well, this must mean this. This must mean that. This must, you know, interpreting, interpreting, interpreting. Don't interpret anything. And or shutting down or distracting yourself. Well, I've had enough of this. I'm going to go do something else. Uh, uh, little excuses to go do something else. And again, I can take you through this one more time, maybe ten more times. But it's not about changing anything. That's the amazing thing about it. It's not about being somebody else. That's some pretty good news there. Maybe not from the emotion or feeling situation, but we really need to be who we are. I don't mean validating who you are. That's narcissism. 
self-centeredness, highly polished. But if you sit down, hold still, it can be like this or like this, probably shouldn't be like this, because then you're kind of going to sleep. But if it's, you're alert, you're up, you're looking, look at a wall, you could look at the floor, but I think the wall works better, but look at something where not much is happening. Because if you hold really still, then you see all the ways in which your mind keeps moving and looking for blame, looking for guilt, looking for success, looking for failure. All what in Buddhism is called the eight worldly dharmas. The eight worldly dharmas are just a, they're very simple. It's pain and pleasure, life and death, success and failure, and all the other polarities. You can't have one without the other. You can't have success without failure. If you just have success, it will eventually turn into a, a beige wall. Not this one. In other words, it turns into, what is that? It just We need the polarity in order to be able to understand what any given situation is deeply. And we need the polarity that we're not agreeing with, disagreeing with. Those are the three poisons in Buddhism. There's passion, aggression, and ignorance. Those three energies or styles or pushing, aggression, pulling, or changing, or manipulating, or explaining, elaborating on things, making excuses for things, passion. Do none of it. And if you if you catch on to that, and if you are a person who is endeavoring to see more deeply what's going on, then use those three. Am I pulling on things? Am I pushing on things? Am I turning away or shutting down? And whatever that is happening there, you, you don't have to do anything with it. If you do anything with it prematurely to try to fix yourself, this is a more sophisticated form of self-centeredness, ego, narcissism, or as, a, as talked about in the Yogacara teachings of uh, mind-only Buddhism, the seventh consciousness. So that part of the, of the consciousness is paranoid and is freaked out about everything. We try to cover it up with philosophies. We try to cover it up with activity, going to the gym, yoga. We try to cover it up with drugs. We try to cover it up with interacting just with people that are uh, support our uh, agenda, our homies. You guys got homies? All right. The Sangha's like a bunch of homies. The only problem with the, with the Sangha homies, is you could be giving a talk on Sangha homies, the only problem with them is they're only going to support you so far, and then they're going to dump you. But they won't leave you. That's the interesting thing about being dumped by someone in the Sangha. They don't actually leave you. They just start stop supporting your self-deception. I'm not talking about AA program. That's a different kind of process for working with your issues, problems, self-deception. I'm not saying it doesn't work. Sure it does. Helped a lot of people. But much different than what we're doing here. This here is uh, difficult. So I can take questions at any time or I can keep talking. Juju. How does self-deception look different or show up differently from self-centeredness? The self-centeredness won't show up. If you see self-centeredness, it, it dissolves because you see it's a lie. One who is self-centered doesn't know it. Just the people around them know it. You can look. You can just about talk to somebody for ten minutes and find out that you're dealing with somebody who is very stuck in themselves. They manifest that in different ways. Some of them manifest it by being very humble. Oh, it's you know, I'm just here to help people. Not important. So the self-deception part uh, is uh, is more um, 
The self-centered part takes a long time to get to, to actually see it. The self-deception part shows up by, over time, seeing the way you keep believing in things that aren't true and disbelieving in other things that are true and explaining things in order to not feel the intensity of it. If you start to hurt about something, instead of staying with the pain, Dharmagate. Instead of staying with that, we move to something else, even very slightly, into some kind of blaming. And it might be blaming ourselves. It's very subtle. Without a really powerful awareness, and I can't give you the awareness. You already have it. You, you're from the point of view of these. These are the teachings. You you already are the Buddha. You're not separate from the awakened one. You, when I say you or anyone here, you just cover it up. And we have very sophisticated ways of doing that. Whole cultures, uh, including this crazy culture that we live in right now, uh, are, are teaching us, helping us to cover things up. This is what the social media does. That <laughs> they're, they're just about making money. They're not about uh, helping you make friends. They want to make. They want control and money, power. If you see those, see those billionaires uh, helping other people, they spend a lot of money trying to look like they're helping other people when they might be better off. Uh, you know, listen to me, of course. Uh, just uh, buying people some food, maybe helping people with their homes. They know who they are. <laughs> They're not listening to me. Anymore. Further questions? We have negativity come up, and we try to look at it as a Dharma gate. Can that be meddling? Paraphrase that. Say it a different way. Say the same thing. Ask the same question in a different way. Can viewing something as a Dharma gate take us away from the situation? Paraphrase that. How can we? use something as a Dharma gate without leaving it. You just did. Also, I'm going to help you that much. That would be swimming for you. I want you to swim. I don't want to swim in your place. Just keep looking at it. It's a good question. There's nothing nothing at all wrong with your question. It's a good question. You're welcome. Now that you've bowed, now I'll say, uh, keep paraphrasing it. Look at your explanation for whatever you're doing, and then see if you can say it a different way. See if you can say it a different way and notice the part where you actually leave what's actually happening. You follow me? You follow me? Okay. I'll let, let you off the hook. No. Thank you. What do you mean by see the way that we keep leaving um, when we're paraphrasing? You'll actually, if you do that, I'm not saying I'm not condemning anybody to anything, but you'll probably forget what you act, your original statement was because you'll get caught up in the new expression of it. That's why doing three or four of them is very helpful. Go ahead, do one. Paraphrase your question. <laughs> Can you remember the question? Uh, how does paraphrasing leave the original question? That's pretty good. How does it? You get caught up in the paraphrase. Exactly, we do. We get, we get hooked on what we're saying. And I'm not saying you shouldn't listen to what you're saying, but notice the way you, you get attached to your statements of being uh, being true. Go ahead. Um, how does that paraphrasing help us clarify our intention if it takes us further from our initial question? So I think that it, it can't, because you're actually running that whole thing through the conceptual uh, supermarket here uh, called the mind, the thinking mind, 
you're you're you're, you're coming around with the original intention to take what the meaning was and re re uh, redoing it, uh, endeavoring to take what happened this way and then change it a little bit and change it conceptually. That allows a lot more breathing room to come in there without really uh, uh, without rid without actually getting rid of what you were saying, but changing it to a different way of saying the same thing. It's like translating. Instead of going from English to Japanese, you're going from uh, from one way of stating something to something slightly different, and you can do it with someone who's uh, there's several ways of doing it. Uh, an easy way to do it is if someone says something, even says something to you, even if you know what they're saying, still you're you're not really clear on on what to do with that yet, because uh, you you feel like you're being attacked, and it's very tempting to. For all of us to defend ourselves, especially if we feel like, wait, I, you know, I didn't intend anything there. Instead of doing that, being defensive, you can say, "How do you mean?" And then they'll, they might be really aggressive. Well, you know damn well what I mean. I just said it. You know what you did. And then, then the whole idea is to pacify that as much as possible, without necessarily buying into some kind of warfare. So easy to go to war, isn't it? So easy, easy if somebody comes after you or attacks you or your friends or your ideas or something. It's so easy. That's how I got into this situation because I have a very, very um, aggressive uh, temper uh, born with. Is there less clarity in the original question than the successive paraphrases? Could be. You might find that returning to the original one with the, while you uh, first happened was uh, probably the, maybe the clearest or maybe not. But it's always it's always about awareness. That's AAA. Always about awareness. You want to take something out of here uh, as a reminder. If you're doing a lot, of, if you're trying to figure things out, it's circular. You will, and I'm not condemning you to anything, but you probably are going to fail. It doesn't mean you won't make, make a lot of money or something. But I'm saying it's always about the space in which, the, without sky, you can't have clouds. You can have sky. Clouds are not necessary for the sky. But the sky is necessary for the clouds. And we get it mixed up and we think the clouds are important. That's where we get hooked on what? Life and death. We think that life and death are two different things. How is paraphrasing different than trying to figure something out? So paraphrasing, you would, you would go over something someone else said. That you could paraphrase uh, without them even knowing you're doing, that you're doing it. You're just moving what they said around in your consciousness using the concepts. You're not getting rid of them but they tend to get ventilated. Still water, eventually it looks very nice still, but eventually it starts to get uh, uh, sour. So you're kind of moving using the water image, you're kind of moving that around a little bit and, and try maybe to see if there's a different uh, approach or different understanding of it. It's just a suggestion. This may, you may do this and may not take for you at all. But people are always asking me what, uh, one question, how do I work with that? How do I work with that? How do I work with it? Somebody does this, somebody does that. How do I work with that? Well, what do I always say? Sit a lot. Sit more. Say, how much do you sit? I sit five hours a day. Well, six. Sit six. Train your mind. Stretch your mind. Stretch your awareness. Find out who you are. I'm paraphrasing, as you can see. Find out what uh, what is meant by Buddha nature. Find out what is meant by Tathagatagarbha. Find out what is meant by Shunyata. Find out what is meant by um, Stone Panyid. Find out what is meant by Suchness. As it is, find out what that means. That's not written up there just for the hell of it, because it's cute. It's not even cute. Well, 
but but find out the fundamental situation is find out find out who you are find out what your real identity is so you don't have to get your identity from anyone else anymore this doesn't mean that you're you're breaking away from everybody you're going to float up into the sky you don't need anybody's help or anybody's uh, a friendship or camaraderie or anything but you're not dependent on it someone can have have difficult uh, relationship with you and instead of you you know you don't have to say anything without saying anymore find out who you are so there's no doubt if you don't know who you are it feels like your identity keeps shifting around and changing and you you know, it has to do with chasing and grasping and clinging and obstructing and disregarding passion, aggression, ignorance, passion, aggression, ignorance. And paraphrasing the adage, or maybe it's more complicated? It could be, but it's only about awareness. You may have to go through making things more complicated so that you can see how complicated you've been making things. You heard me, didn't you? I know. I'm not accusing you of anything, you know that. We have to find it ourselves. It can be painful. And everyone in here, if I single out every single person in here, everyone in here is a completely different kind of upbringing, karma, and the history of, of this life, not to mention all the past lives that, that, that you've uh, left behind and maybe brought forth this and that and the other thing. And as I say almost every time I mention past lives, I don't believe in past lives. I don't believe in that. I don't disbelieve in that. And I, I certainly don't ignore it. I can say it this way. Something's going on in that area. You can call it whatever you want, but something is going on, was going on before this body-mind was born. If you feel that that's not true, that's your prerogative. Do whatever you want. But, 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 but trying to figure it out doesn't work because the very tools you're using to figure it out are the same ones that got you into the fix you're in. You notice how that doesn't work. Circular because it's based on success and failure, and success and failure are the food of ego. And if you keep eating the same stuff, you're going to have the same crazy person. This doesn't mean that you can't relatively get better and have a, uh, you know, manage to manage your temper more, manage your addictions more, manage your your laziness more, your lack of sleep, your, your health, or you just you have all kinds of laminations there. But if you want to go to the root of it, if you want to actually transform yourself in this lifetime before you leave it, which could be tomorrow, I don't care how old you are, it could be in 50 years. But as it says in the, in the, the, the four reminders, the Buddhist teachings call the four reminders, death comes without warning, this body will be a corpse. That's not negative, that's not nihilism, that's just the truth. It doesn't say you'll become a corpse, it says this body will. You are not your body. If you think you are, then you're going to have to live with that that particular kind of delusion of being attached to a body-mind complex, which is uh, that you're not separate from, but you're also not identical with. Yes. Anna Maria from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Anna Maria. She asks, how is the original question different or same as the original inspiration or first question, best question? I don't know, Chase. What do you think? You don't know? Will I get another 10 years before I have to do that? Do what? This? Yeah. I don't know. I suddenly fall over. Somebody's going to have to set up here. 20 years. 
paraphrase yourself. <laughs> she, she won't have any problem doing that. If you know her, she could, she's a language person. She's doing that right now. Any other questions? While Anna Maria's scrutinizing her, huh? Figuring it out. She's figuring it out, yeah. Hmm. Yes? Does paraphrasing help us to not defend? I think it could. Because if you if you if you use that as a methodology or, or something that you could, uh, I think it could. You might have to do it quite a bit before you'd see how that works. Because what you're doing is you're taking what comes in, and you're and you're you're changing it. You're taking some of the energy of some of the the pointedness, the arrowhead on the front of it, taking some of the weaponry. You're de-weaponizing it or whatever. Because you're, you know, it's a it's a Something has been thrown at you, uh, accusation, if we were to use it in that way, and you're instead of uh, treating it as that, but you have to give it that reality before you can fight with it. If you treat it as an attack, then you then you might have to defend yourself or attack back or something. But if you question the very nature of it by saying, what does that actually mean? What does that mean? And it depends on who it is you're talking to. If it's somebody that you have a lot of conflict with, it might be difficult to do any of that. You might have to just drop your gaze and take it. I don't say run away. I'm not talking about cowardice. I'm talking about uh, clarity. If you're clear, then when someone attacks you, uh, just drop your gaze slightly and listen. Uh, and if it doesn't come across as sarcastic, depending on who it is, you could say, could you say more? Or I'm not following you exactly. Could be. It depends, because that also can be interpreted from their end, because they're paraphrasing what you say. This is what the ego does. It paraphrases everything. It's called projection. What I'm saying is take take, uh, take the projection, the, the idea of projection, into consciousness and actually use it. Use this. This is a tantric device. Taking negative energy and transforming it into wisdom. Not that your paraphrase is going to be wisdom, but it's a start. Someone who is aware and clear about what this life is, whether they're a Buddhist or not a Buddhist, they probably can't be a raccoon. It'd be difficult. If they're a human being, if they're clear about what this is, then they are fearless. This doesn't mean they won't run away from a gorilla. They're fearless, but they're not stupid. Paraphrase that. All right, good. Go ahead. Does our thinking process automatically paraphrase something that we hear? We add on to everything, but to deliberately paraphrase is a little bit different than the, the knee-jerk paraphrase of someone saying something to us and we immediately translate it into what fits with our particular self-centeredness. We always understand everything in terms of me, 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 me and my life, me and my stuff, me and my values. How do I know about it? I do it. That's how I know. You thought I got it out of a book, didn't you? I do it. That's all I know. And I, and I haven't stopped doing that. So what's different? Is that paraphrase of Anna Maria's done yet? No, but I have another question. Oh, go ahead. This is from uh, William Murray up in Grand Rapids. Okay. He asks, yeah. are our thoughts of others all projections? Always. That's not that clear. Can you ask some questions about that? I mean, I just made a statement just like, Ask a question. I make a statement about it. How do we meet people where they're at if what we're meeting is our projection? 
So have a willingness, a very good, Sato, thank you for that. That's a very good question. Have a willingness to not know and be confused about everything. Don't immediately jump into some kind of artificial understanding to protect you from the unknown. It's very, social situations are very difficult. This is why the, the whole Facebook thing, and I'm on Facebook, so because I don't want to disconnect from people who want to stay connected with me. But it's a very, very, very difficult area because there's no, there's no intelligence happening there, just people barking at each other. Either join something or you reject something. It's just a, and they're making a, a lot of money. So meeting someone in, and you can't really do that in that kind of a social media because it, it, it for one thing, the body's missing. And when, when a disembodied voice, just like there's a lot of difference between talking to somebody on the phone and actually looking at someone's face. Uh, even Skype isn't too bad. It's, it's better than just uh, no, just language alone. Um, so I would say, ha depends on each situation, but have a willingness to not know and have a willingness to show up to them however they want you to show up. So don't be worried about someone else's projection. You notice how we all, one of the phrase fillers we use quite often, quite often in conversation, and if you really think about what this is saying, it's quite humorous. Uh, like I'll say to, uh, well, I'll do it with uh, my wife. Which is in, and then, so you say uh, A, B, C, D. A, B, C, D. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. No, I said that. Oh. I don't want you to say that. Now, wait a minute. I don't want you to. I, I don't want you to think that I'm against you using numbers. That I just my character. So that's it. I don't want you to think. Reflect next time you say. I don't want. Well, I don't want you to think. Well, I don't want people to think. I mean, you're deliberately going into your own spirit, your own heart, your own mind, and you're just creating more confusion because you don't want to vanish. You don't want to die. Am I wrong? Of course I'm wrong. I don't deal with, I don't, I don't join right or wrong. I'm right and wrong, and I'm neither, and I'm both. Thanks to someone uh, 2,000 years ago who said that. Any other questions? Well, we got a lot of time. Here's the paraphrase. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Can original inspiration be arrived? Wait, wait. Let me think about that. Okay, go ahead. Can original ins inspiration be arrived at slash clarified after succession of paraphrases? And then, what is the appearance of? <laughs> Damned if I know. Oh, damned if I know. <laughs> I would say I understand what you're saying, I, I, and I, I'm tracking that. But I'm saying I, I don't, I don't know if you can come up with a solid re result because the dependent origination involved in the way you're talking about it, you're actually saying, you're actually showing yourself and me, uh, us, that, that it's just too convoluted to uh, to do that. The inspiration may be there. And it may not be there, but you can't blame or credit anything for being the excuse me the source of that. You are not going to be able to figure out how this life works as long as you're a separate being. It's always going to be confusing. Confusing. The only way you're going to know what this is is to find out who you are, and this, the beginning of that is going to feel like there's no one here. That's the first part. The next one is there's no one out there, and uh, the last part is nothing is separate. So you're, you, if you look at the 
the ten oxering pictures in Buddhism, the, the, it takes you through the whole process just with a, a guy in his cut cow. Everything goes into nothing in this and that. Everything shows up again. Go ahead. Do you want the second part of that question? Of course. What is the appearance of journey slash evolving here? There is no journey. There is no evolving. Unless there is. And if there is, then do that until it exhausts itself. Why are you bowing at the computer? She's not in there. <laughs> it's just a computer. All right. What did I say? You remember? Does anybody remember? Can anybody paraphrase what I said? You can't take this. Are you accusing me that I can't do this? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I can't, I can't figure anything out. Yes. Did you? Can we ever be clear about our original inspiration? It's good. Yeah, your 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 original inspiration to try to understand or see what this is about, or be genuine, or or walk or live in a spiritual a spiritual path, which is putting others before yourself. That can be that can happen. It just takes a lot of work, and you might have to look at your own self centeredness for a long time before that breaks apart. And it doesn't actually break apart. You see that it, and it's never been there. So the metaphor for that is it blows up. But yeah, it can can be done, has to be done. And, and instead of whereas spiritual path as meditators, we don't go out into the world and I mean, it doesn't say we don't vote, but we don't go out and put a lot of energy in trying to convince other people of right and wrong and what they should do and who they should vote for. And, you know, maybe a little, but most of your time, if you're going to work, if you're looking at a spiritual path, not a mundane path of success and failure, but a spiritual path of transcendence actually transcending this world while you're in it, while you're in this body. Death comes without warning this body will be a corpse. Do it. I hope you. Anna Maria responds in quotes, exhaust the journey and evolving, end quotes. Thank you. I'm waving at all of you through the screen. <laughs> hmm? William has another question. Yes. Actually, it's three questions. All right, William. What is the energy we feel from others, even when we don't think it's a projection? Is that still a projection? If so, how do we work with that? So the I'll answer the last part first. Don't do anything with it, insofar as you can. It's pretty hard when you're feeling energy coming from somebody, especially if it's negative and they're not saying anything, but you're you're in the room with them and they're sitting there or they're walking by and you feel a lot of negativity or difficulty, which is, I think, maybe what he's talking about. Do nothing with it. Don't ignore it. Don't explain it. Don't chase it down. Don't try to end it. Do nothing with it. Now, this doesn't mean that you shouldn't be, what, aware of it. Be aware of it. Look at the situation. Look at that this is, it is your feeling. No one has, no matter how negative or evil, evil or bad or destructive or antagonistic someone is, no one has poured a uh, a bucket of crappy feelings into you. Now, in this life, this physical life passed, and I think that's probably possible then. But in this life, eh, I can't quite get away with that. As long as you have to be grounded, you have to be here, you have to be here, you have to be. I'm very biased. I, I think you have to train your mind. That's the way it looks to me from being around here for longer than anybody else has been that's here. You have to find out who you are. We're not. We're doing something else. 
Be a rock star. Still have rock stars? Or are they all doing hip hop? It's really interesting to say something like that and look around and see the people's expressions morph depending on what they think I'm thinking. <laughs> about what they're thinking. <laughs> then I'm thinking. You ever do that? I wonder what people are thinking about what I'm thinking they're thinking, but I'm thinking. Isn't it funny how we can we can do that so fast? Well, well, I don't want you to think that I think that you're thinking stuff that I don't think you should be thinking. That actually happens. I mean, it might, if it shows up in words, we might get a laugh out of it. But we actually do it without even, huh? yeah, without even thinking. <laughs> Need to hold help I can get up. We have a few minutes if there's something else or we can end early. What happened to Carmen? She went home to watch on YouTube. Oh. Her, little Carmen. her little guys who were little antsy. The tiny antsy people? She didn't go away, man. Didn't go away, man. Okay, we'll go. We'd have to give her money back. <laughs> <laughs> Further questions, especially from people who have never been here before? You have something? This is the time to do it. I may die tonight. Okay. Thank you so much. I'd like to remind everybody about the donation boxes we have in the hallway. Very eagerly and gratefully uh, receive your donations. We also receive donations through PayPal, debits, and credit cards. Checks in the mail, 33 Anderson Court, Battle Creek, Michigan, 49017. Thank you.